You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It's the JR Sport Brief show on CBS Sports Radio. I am coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. Super producer and host Dave Shepard, he's joining us, holding it down live from New York City. And thank you to every person listening all over North America. You could be here in the South with me. You could be in the North with Shep. You could be out West in California. You can be in Portland, Seattle, Vancouver. You could be in Hawaii. Thank you to everybody tuning in in Canada. What's up, Toronto, Montreal? You could be listening right now in Kansas City. You could be locked in right now in Detroit. Shout out to everybody tuned in on the tickets, on the scores, on the fans, on the zones. Whatever your station is called, thank you for being here. We got a night of winners. I guess in the sports world tonight, everybody's a winner. NFL is back. The Detroit Lions come out on top of the defending Super Bowl champion, Kansas City Chiefs. The final score, 21-20. to The Lions, they are one set of winners, right? Joe Burrow walks away. He ends his Thursday as a winner. Joe Burrow gets his huge contract. He is the highest paid player in the NFL right now. A five-year deal, $275 million, $219 million guaranteed. He is making more money per season than anybody in the league right now. $55 $55 million a year. That jumps Justin Herbert. He got 52 and a half a couple of weeks ago. That's ahead of Lamar Jackson. Months ago, the day of the NFL draft, we know Lamar Jackson got $52 million. Joe Burrow is making more money than any of them. Speaking of winners, all my fans following the U.S. Open, Coco Goff at 19 years old, she makes her first U.S. Open tennis final. She's going to play Sabalenka, who just came back from an, I don't want to call it an upset. Madison Keys just choked minutes ago in Queens, New York. Coco Goff looking to win her first major. That's going to be fun if she gets the job done. That'll be on Saturday morning. For right now, Coco Goff is a winner. And I mean, at 19 years old, that's a big deal. Unfortunately, I got to mention a loser for tonight. It's the guys that Patrick Mahomes had to throw the football to. In losing 21-20, to Kadarius Toney had four drops. One pass went off of his hands and ended up as a pick six. A matter of fact, courtesy of the Lions radio network, let's listen to that attempted pass from Patrick Mahomes that bounced off the hands of Kadarius Toney and then, not magically, it ended up in the end zone. Listen to this. Mahomes out of the gun. He's got it, wants to throw. Mahomes back, throws. It is incomplete. Yes. Picked off. Picked off by the Lions. Brian Branch with it left side. He's going, baby. He's going to the house. Touchdown, Detroit Lions. Deflected yes. in the air. Branch ran under it, and he took it all the way back. The Lions are an extra point away from tying this game. Not a bad way for Branch as a rookie to make his debut. Not at all. For the Kansas City Chiefs, there was no Travis Kelsey. Bone bruise. 
It's been reported that the Chiefs are confident that he's going to bounce back and be available for their next game on the 17th against the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Lions fought. This wasn't a pretty game. It was ugly. They tricked everybody on a fake punt early in the game to extend a drive. They ultimately scored on that to open up the game. They were down 14-7, to but that pick six, that helped change everything. The drops, the turnovers, this was just ugly, ugly for the Kansas City Chiefs tonight. And oh yeah, Chris Jones, who still hasn't signed his contract or has a new contract, he showed up to the game. He sat in a suite and watched. Why? Because he wanted to be a part of the banner-raising ceremony because he was a part of them winning that banner. They could have used him on the field tonight. Maybe one hit to Goff would have changed things up. After the game, Andy Reid, he was asked about Kadarius Toney and his four drops. Listen to this. It's unusual for us to drop that many passes anywhere, anytime. So um, we'll... We'll go back and, and work on that. Um, you know, that, but you got you know you got to take care of business, and these guys know that, and so we, we've got to fix that. It's unusual. It's unusual to drop that many passes. Well, it's unusual for Travis Kelsey to miss a game. This guy's an Iron Man, basically. He's like 33 years old. That's what's unusual for him not to play. Eight five five two one two four CBS. It's eight five five two one two four CBS. Robert is calling from Annapolis. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Chep, uh, thanks for putting me on the air. Uh, two points, if I may. Uh, on tonight's game, the, the significant point is it gives Lions fans belief in their team. We can all hope our team is going to do well, but that, that fan base has suffered for decades. And so uh, that, that's the high point uh, on tonight's game. Uh, my other point is... In light of Burroughs signing, teams can pay teams that are fortunate enough to have an elite, talented quarterback. There's probably eight, nine, however many you want to name, that have that, and they can pay that guy, that player, all they want. But if they don't have the supporting cast, in the long run, they won't be a winner. Well, sure, absolutely. I think that goes it goes without saying. That guy is Travis Kelsey. And having Marquez Valdez-Scantling being your number two or, or having, hopefully, Kadarius Toney step up or have a big play here or there, it's, it's not the worst thing. Everybody got upped in the depth chart. If you want to be concerned about anything, it, it, it's not even the fact that Travis Kelsey was out tonight. It's his age. That's it. He's 33 years old. Okay, Patrick Mahomes is not going anywhere he's going to be around in the nfl when travis kelsey is gone we don't know when that's going to be it may be sooner than later he might be past his prime sooner than later there's there's going to come a point in time where for the rest of his career he's going to have to find one or two other dudes to air it out with that's that's just the facts travis kelsey's not going to be there forever 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. Michael is calling from Cleveland. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. What's up, Michael? Hey, there. Good morning to you. Uh, you know, since the highest in COVID has been out, 
there's only 10 people that won the Heisman and but and there was only 10 that got into into the Hall of Fame that won the Heisman. And five of them are running backs, okay? Montgomery won that game for them today. Because when they got third and two and he bust Kansas City in the mouth, and when they ran that ball down on the 17 and bust Kansas City in the mouth and kept that clock going, and they trying to say, football don't need a running back? <laughs> we need running backs. And, and it was seen today. We beat a, they beat a big team with a running back. That that 74 yards he put on them, he bust their ass with it. And well I feel that was at least 25% of winning that game. What do okay. you think? Well, thank you, Michael, for calling from, from Cleveland. And when you talk about Montgomery and what he contributed tonight, uh, he was the, the steady, quote-unquote, hand in his first game here as a Lion. 74 yards for one touchdown. A matter of fact, let, let's take a listen uh, to the game-winning touchdown that, that – Put things away here for the Detroit Lions. This was in the fourth quarter, courtesy, obviously, of the Lions radio network. Montgomery, the lone back behind Goff. Lions scrimmage from the Kansas City 8. Goff gives to Montgomery again. He's got room inside the five. Fighting to the end zone. Touchdown, Detroit Lions. David Montgomery to the house, and the Lions are an extra point away from taking the lead. That is just big-time running, big-time blocking, and big-time production. Now, to be clear, I don't think anyone is saying running backs don't matter. No one needs a running back. It's just very simple. Running backs are replaceable. Why pay them a crap ton of money? That's what it boils down to. I don't think anybody is saying who needs a running back. The fact is, hey, let's run out David Montgomery. Let's run out Montgomery X, Montgomery Y, David Z, David X, David A, David B. Who cares what his name is? Who who, who cares who he is? Can he play? Okay, let's play him. Let's run him into the ground, and let's get another guy. It's simple as that. I mean, if you take a look at the Kansas City Chiefs and what they did last year, why the hell am I going to pay somebody big-time money when I can say I got Pacheco and I got, I don't know, uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire that I could run out there, McKinnon. I mean, wh- why? I got a question for you, JR. Please. So, uh, look, I'm, I'm not trying to parse words here, but you're telling me there's another running back in the NFL that could put Ryan Tannehill on his back and get him to an AFC title game two, three years ago the way Henry did? No, that's 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 an outlier. Okay. Okay. There are very few dudes who you would consider to be bell cows. But the value of that running back still isn't high because you can run somebody to an AFC championship game. It would have been a miracle if they would have ultimately just won the Super Bowl. I mean, what what running back in the modern era is running around and winning you a championship? The answer is nobody. Nobody. And so if I want to think about the investment, the highest paid running back in the game right now is Christian McCaffrey. He's making $16 million a year. He might win a Super Bowl, and he might win a Super Bowl for a team that didn't hand him over that contract. They traded for it in a team that's one of the most stacked in the entire NFL. For $16 million a year, for Christian McCaffrey to be basically a nuclear weapon on the football field, 
what the hell was he going to give the Carolina Panthers? I know they paid him and he got hurt. If, if for instance, he was healthy, what was he giving them? But in, in regards to, to the teams and the win-loss record, nothing. Nothing. A whole lot of nothing. And so I can't blame. I, I understand the running backs. I think they deserve cash. They deserve money. But I get it from a team's perspective. Uh, why do I need to break the bank for you when I could just spread out the wealth? I don't need to pay you. I can use you, abuse you, kick you to the curb, and get your replacement. Jim Ursay is a complete, just a, I don't want to say a jackass. He was very clear. He's not the only NFL owner who feels that way about the running backs. He's the only one who wanted to be a, a, a mean-spirited jackass and kind of saying it and rubbing it in publicly and just ruffling the feathers, not only of just Jonathan Taylor, uh, but, but of, of players all across the league. Uh, so the value of running backs, yeah, we can look at what Montgomery did tonight. Yeah, running backs matter. But the name, if, if you can just go out there and play, they don't care who you are. They're going to play you, run you, and then tell you to take a hike. 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. Steve is calling from Pittsburgh. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Hey, good morning. Thanks for taking my call. I hope sure. I can do a little better than that last guy called from Pittsburgh. He doesn't represent the people of Pittsburgh. We're not really worried about how you address us. We just love your show. You're doing an excellent job, and I respect the fact that you're always keeping it real, and you're not just trying, my friend. You're succeeding. So a couple points. Number one, I think one of the biggest winners, obviously, you know, you would have to say Burrow is the biggest winner of the night. But Chris Jones, um, you know, Bosa signed that huge contract today. That's something he can now reference in his negotiations. And uh, them losing the game, I mean, obviously, I'm sure he probably doesn't want them to lose the game, but it shows his value, like you had said, if he'd have been in the game, a couple plays here and there against Goff could have made a difference. And what people got to understand is the NFL is a billion, multi-billion dollar, and for the players, millions of dollars a year business. Chris Jones, I'm sure the people in Kansas City are really upset he didn't play tonight, but he'll never have more leverage. He'll never be in a position in his career where he has more value. And sort of what you just referenced a little while ago about running backs and whatnot, you're a disposable asset in the NFL. It's a business. As soon as you're no longer viable or you're expendable, these owners, they will put you out with the trash. Let's just be honest. And that's just the way it is. So it is. I, I can't blame him for doing what he's doing. And that Bosa contract is going to give him a ton more leverage. And uh, to the Detroit fans, nice win tonight. But let's keep it real. Let's keep it in perspective like you had said earlier. It's one game. It's a long season. Never put the cart ahead of the horse. Thanks for yeah. taking my call. Have a wonderful morning. Well, you too, Steve. Thank you for calling from Pittsburgh. Yeah, but if you're a Lions fan, man, you're not used to having nothing. You're not used to having nice things. It's like going to a fancy restaurant and you ain't never been. You, you got eight forks on the table. You got to figure out what to do with one. You just, you're just happy that you made it to dessert, okay? The, the Lions, let, let them enjoy what they've achieved, what they got. It's one game. I get it. I understand it. But it's a culture change. That's what it boils down to. And now you want to see that culture change really apply 
to the win-loss column. Mo is calling from San Diego. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Go ahead, Mo. Man, so many good topics. Man, I could have talked about a running back position and so forth, but I'm going to stay on topic with the game. Uh, a couple of quick points, and then you can go take it from there. Thanks for taking my call. Number one, you know, somebody said that the Giants would be happy that the Kadarius Tony you know, had a bad game, but if you really think about it, you should be upset because the Detroit Lions are going to be a threat here down the stretch for a playoff spot that could be yours. So you might have wanted the Kansas City Chiefs to win, win this game if you're in the NFC. That's number one. If I looked at the, the Chiefs, they, they kind of held their own on defense. I think if you went into the game and said the defense will hold Detroit to 21 points, had a, a high-scoring offense, that you probably should have won the game. But we know what happened on, on, on offense with, with Kansas City, um, and that really shows you know the importance of Kelsey. I don't even think these guys would drop those balls if Kelsey was playing because the pressure wouldn't have been on him as much. You know, Kelsey they, turns out a lot of yards. They, you know? wouldn't have, they wouldn't have gotten the targets like that in the first no, place. No, they wouldn't. Correct. They wouldn't have. They wouldn't have gotten the targets. You're absolutely right. And then on that note, because we've been kind of hitting around this, so we talk about Burrow. Now, okay, let me get this right. Mahomes took a team-friendly deal. Kelsey is noted as probably the best uh, tight end in football, and he's got a team-friendly deal. He's taking less money. They're not paying Chris Jones. Where's the money at? Like, they keep, people keep talking about these, these folks taking pay cuts. Where is the money if your, your, your big-time quarterback not taking the big money? He's taking big money. You know what I'm saying? He's t- he, he taking a, a, well, a team from the big money. There is going to come a point in time where Patrick Mahomes is going to get a raise. Of course. That, that, of course. That's going to happen. I think you yeah. have to factor that in. And so whether yeah. or not Chris Jones is looking for – and we don't know. It's been reported what he's looking for. Bosa yeah. went ahead and got himself $34 million a season average. Uh, Aaron right. Donald is sitting at 31. And so if you're Chris Jones, where, where the hell do you think you slot yourself in at? What, right. 30, 30-plus yeah. at that? Yeah. Pro- we, we don't know. But even yeah. if it's one year or two years or three years, I'm going to presume that Patrick Mahomes is going to get his raise at some point in that time period. And so it, I think it's prudent not to just think about this year and what money is available or what's not available because uh, Mahomes is underpaid or mm-hmm. that Kelsey is overpaid. I think it's also looking towards the future. You're, pro- you're probably right on that, Jeremy. I would, I would say so. I just, I just, you know, I concern myself when I, when I look at these receivers. They don't have any, you know, top end. They, they're really young on defense, so they're not spending a ton of money on like you know, big time defensive free agents. I'm just trying to see what it. Well, they've been throughout throughout the tenure here for the most part. They have been pretty pretty average, and, and yeah, they have they have some game changes. If you want to look at Bolton and Chris Jones and and, and Snead, they have game changes on defense, but typically they're 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 in the middle of the pack. And the yeah. offense is what carries them and, and lights yeah. them up. If we want to look at anything that occurred or did not occur in the offseason, hey, they, they had a chance, as far as I know, to go ahead and add Hopkins. Something else right. that has taken place that's Boy, it's not going on right now, we hear, we hear a little bit of it, is there's no Eric Bieniemy. Now, is that going to – and thank you, Mo, for calling from San Diego. Is, is that going to, to show or prove anything as the year goes on? Uh, maybe not as big a deal as people would think. We're going to find out soon enough. I still think the Chiefs are going to be okay. I mean, it is just one game. 
It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. In mentioning Joe Burrow, he got paid tonight $55 million a season. He is the highest paid player in NFL history. I'm going to take your calls. We'll talk more about Joe Burrow. We'll hear from him what he had to say yesterday about his contract before he got paid. We got so much more to do before we roll out. It's the JR Sport Brief Show, CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listen, you do a great job, man. I, oh, before I ask my question, I just want to say I've, I've heard you a couple of times on here. You always have great content, and you've got a great sense of humor, and I enjoy listening to you. So I want to start out by saying that. Call in now at 855-212-4CBS. JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. I told you about all the winners. Joe Burrow, winner today getting that huge contract highest paid player in NFL history we know the Detroit Lions are winners tonight Uh, Coco Golf is a winner tonight she advances to her first U.S. Open tennis final that match will take place on Saturday morning against Sabalenka and we will see whether or not this 19 year old can walk away with the championship Uh, good on her Patrick Mahomes career-wise he's a winner we know that absolutely uh, not coming out on the positive side tonight. The Lions beat the Chiefs 21-20. to 20. Uh, Too many issues with the wideouts and turnovers. and it, it just wasn't pretty. And so after the game, this is new. Patrick Mahomes was asked about Kadarius Toney, who had four drops, who also helped lead to a pick six. This is what Mahomes had to say about his wide receiver. I have trust in, in KT. Um, he, he missed a lot of training camp. Um, obviously, he wanted to play and, and, and fought rehab hard so he could play. Um, and, and stuff's not always going to go your way. Obviously, um, he would have wanted to catch a few of those in the game, but I've trusted that he's going to be that guy that I go to in those crucial moments, and he's going to make the catch and, 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 and win us some seasons like he did last year. So we're going to continue to work him in, get him more and more reps, um, and I'm sure that, that those drops will kind of disappear. <sighs> okay, he blamed the, the drops on, on training camp. Okay. I thought you you got hands or you don't got hands. Like, which one is it? Anyway, that was – what else is he supposed to say? Patrick's, Patrick Mahomes supposed to say, I don't trust the guy. He got butterfingers. What, he can't say that. That's what the internet is for. If Canarius Tony wants to know how people feel about him, he can just, just scroll through Twitter or X or whatever it's called now. Just go there. 855-212-4CBS. Let's go to Alaska. Jack is calling from Alaska. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. What's up, Jack? No, not too much. Uh, I enjoyed the game tonight. Uh, the NFL was looking good. Um, you know, uh, just off the point, but my favorite uh, movie about the NFL is North Dallas 40. And uh, uh, at that point we made, uh, I think Travis Kelly might, Travis Kelty might be smoking a little bit too much weed. When I smoke too much, I bump into things and, and injure myself, and maybe some of that weed wafted down to Kadarius. But also, I wonder if Kadarius 
might have took a dive. You know, the, the gambling is out of hand in the NFL right now. I wonder how much was wagered on the game tonight. You think you think Kadarius Tony just uh, decided to suck tonight on purpose, win some money? Well, no. What if he got paid off? He took he got paid off, you know, and and, and took okay. big money. I mean, uh, uh, him and a couple of receivers, Kelsey mm-hmm. out, they could they could uh, sink the game. A okay. pick six out of his hands. Okay. <clears throat> I don't know any of that. It's just pure speculation. Yeah, it's of like, course. I, I mean, yeah, it's it's. I can speculate about anything. I mean, I can say that for anybody who's ever lost. You know, I can say that. Yeah, in boxing, it's easy to fix it. In baseball, you know, the, the Black Sox, they had the pitcher, couple pitchers yeah. in on it. Look, I, I can make the case that everything I watch is scripted if I want to, so I don't bother. Yeah, I just wonder how much money is being uh, – the NFL has gotten into Bill, a uh, – Billions, bil, billions yeah. with a B, billions. They're, they're in a uh, – they've made a uh, – what kind of bet is it with the devil? Uh, a deal. A, uh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, what part of Alaska are you in? I'm in uh, a little north of Anchorage at Big Lake. Um, oh, Big Lake. I'm not familiar. How far are yeah, you from this, Willow? From Willow? Uh, not far at all. Just about 30 miles. Oh, okay. Yeah, and this, okay. This, the snow is on the mountains. They call it a termination dust, and the early snow is on top of the mountains right now. You know, winter is creeping towards us. Okay. Nice. I like yeah. it. I like it up there. I need to go back sooner than later, okay? Thank you, Jack. Yeah, come see me. All right. Of, hey, what you doing up there? What do I need to come see you? You cooking? What you doing? Uh, uh, I'm kind of retired. Uh, I live on the lake, and uh, the, the winters are brutal, but the summers are nice. You know, it's just nice climate up here in the summer, but the winters are. Uh, yeah, I don't are know. Well, the hill. winter's not that bad. I've been. What do you do? You go fishing? No, I'm not much of a fisherman. Uh, I used to ski a lot and oh. uh, and snowmobile and stuff, but um, oh. kind of older now. I'm in my fifties, and I'm just kind of oh. philosopher. I got a bunch of books, and I sit around and try and find Look out at the, the stars. Truth. Okay. Yeah, how, sure. how many hours is the sun out right now? Uh, it's uh, it's out about maybe uh, eight hours. Maybe. Yeah. It oh, so getting... you you getting uh, not not bad. What time? Are you, what what time is the year where the sun is out all day? It, when is that? Oh, that's in the uh, summer uh, during the uh, summer solstice. Uh, oh my! Yeah, God. that that would be June twenty first is is the longest day of the year. So how thick December. how thick are your drapes in your house? Oh man, uh, pretty thick. Yeah, I, I, in the winter I turn into, uh, and, and in the summer uh, the sun hits me and it zonks me, you know. And it, and it's the way with the winter too. Our uh, the, uh, the the what do they call it? The Ides of March are especially brutal up here in Alaska because uh, you know people are the hard winters, and then when the sun hit them, things kind of go crazy up here. Oh yeah, I, I I can imagine. Well, you be well, Jack. I'll see you sooner than later one day. Okay. Right on. All right, thank you, Jack. For call- Jack loves the NFL up in Alaska. I don't know if I could live somewhere. I could. I could live anywhere if I needed to. Just living somewhere the sun is out all day long? Oh, my God. I'd feel trippy. I was tripped out when I was up there. The sun didn't come up until, like, 1030, and it disappeared at 4. I said, whoa. Chef, could you live somewhere where the sun is out just all day long? Wait. You're asking if I could live somewhere where the sun sun is out all day, like in other words, like it's it's uh it, it it's, does it's light. not set. It's light. It's sunlight yeah, all I, day I, long. I'd be I'd be in no. heaven. You'd be in heaven. That'd be yeah. That would be utopia. Are you kidding me? Daylight and, and vi- vi- vitamin D. That's beautiful. Your, your internal clock 
would screw you up, bro. You oh, say you oh, say yeah. that. Oh yeah, because the hours that we work in radio, Jr. It has nothing to nah, do with I'm our internal clock. I'm not talking about clock. no hours in okay. radio. I'm talking about being a human being, bro. Right. Your body. Mm-hmm. You see darkness. You're set to go to bed. Right. And all if you all you see is daylight all day long. That's why I asked him about his drapes. When it's time to go to sleep, man, you better go in the house. Mm-hmm. You better make it dark as hell <laughs> and lay down. No, see, I, I would, I would, I would disagree with that because, and I know you have like five different jobs that you do. Um, we work so much, we don't need darkness to make us feel tired. When we hit that pillow, we're out. Yeah, I don't, you know I'm right. You you no. You move to Alaska and then you you look at sunlight all day for seven days straight, and then you tell me how you feel. I love to go to Alaska. You know what I'd love to do, it, no. Jr. Everyone always asks, you know, what, what would you what would you do if you weren't doing what you're doing now? And I say, I'd what? love to travel Antarctica. I'd love to go to Antarctica to see what a snuffle up against. Like why <laughs> do you want to go out there? Well, I mean, to to be at the most southern point uh, on the planet. That would be like I would love to go to Alaska. I, I hear you they have great a, cruises there. Get a get a Chilean passport and go. Okay. Well, I don't. Obviously, we don't. We know we don't need a passport because it's technically the United States. So, right? No, I think I think part of it is is uh, Chile. You might be right about that. Although so. yeah, that does make sense because I might it be is. Wrong, no, I, because go. you know why you're right because it is Chile in Alaska. All right. Anyway, hey Marco Belletti. How would you feel uh, looking at sunlight for like seven days straight? Yeah, man, I'm trying to re- rebound from Snuffleupagus. You got me cracking <laughs> up in here. Um, no, yeah, I, I, mean, I, I would have serious problems with the, with the sun all day. It's not to be able to sleep, but not 24 hours a day. That would mess me up. Yeah, could you imagine living somewhere seven days? Let's just say seven days. And you never saw dark. It was just sun all day, every day. You know, and that would be because a lot of people would have the problem with like no sun, and that would be right. oh well. You know, I can live like that. I can do that. Maybe I've I been in the I darkness could. long enough. Like I can right. handle that. The vampire in me wouldn't be okay. But sunlight twenty four hours. Nah, at some point I'd be messed up. Yeah, I, I feel like I was tripped out on drugs, man. I'd be like, what, what is this? Like, when is the when is the when is the sun gonna disappear? Hey, shout outs to all our listeners in Alaska. We got we got tons and tons of them. Don't don't feel insulted by what we're saying. Uh, maybe one day I need to experience it. Instead of going to Alaska, I went in February. OK, it was nice. It was beautiful. I need to go at a period of time where it's just sunlight all day. And I need to go up there and I need to just, I don't know, vibe out. See how I feel. I'll be tripping myself out. Maybe I'll find a snuffle up against. I don't know. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. We're going to get to more of your calls before we roll out. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, JR, thanks for taking my call. Your show is badass, and you always have a good quality bunch of callers. First of all, I tell you, man, I'm a big fan of yours, man. You kill it, man. You do great shows at night, man. Hey, JR, how's it going? I just want to say I appreciate you. You're my uh, late night therapist, so I appreciate you. Thank you. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. We talked about the Lions going over the Chiefs. 
21 to 20 to open up the season tomorrow is going to be a whole lot of fun as we have an opportunity and a chance to look at the rest of the games that are going to take place over the weekend we have some good college football games that are going to go on as well can't wait to see uh, the buffaloes of colorado take on the corn huskers of nebraska and so we we got a great weekend in front of us and that's that's a preview as you should probably already know of what we're going to go ahead and discuss tomorrow to kind of wrap up tonight i am going to get back to your calls momentarily i do want to show love to coco golf one more time 19 years old going on to her first u.s open tennis final uh, we learned that she's going to take on sabalenka on saturday morning in the women's final and kudos to her for winning tonight uh, she spoke to espn after her victory and she pretty much said I got to show love to this crowd. Listen to this. Thank you guys so much. I mean, some of those points, it was so loud. And like, I don't know if my ears are going to be okay. But no, be even louder. Uh, thank you guys so much. This is crazy. Um, I, I grew up watching this tournament so much. So it means a lot to be in the final. Um, a lot to celebrate, but, you know, the job is not done. So hopefully you guys can back me on Saturday. Yeah, she beat Machova tonight in two sets to advance to the final. Let's hear from another winner. Let's go back to Jared Goff. After he won, or after he helped the Lions win tonight, uh, he spoke to NBC. And this is what Jared Goff had to say about picking up his first victory of the season for the Lions in game numero uno. I yeah, played hard the whole game. It was a long, hard game. We probably didn't play our best, uh, but we're built for this. We really are. And, uh, play, playing a four-quarter game like this, we're built for it. The third down completion to Josh Reynolds on that go-ahead touchdown drive. Walk us through that play. Yeah, you know, I think I had St. Brown wide open on kind of a busted coverage at the middle, but uh, yeah, I knew I had to make a play there. Josh made a hell of a catch on the other end. Uh, it, it worked out pretty good. You guys give Patrick Mahomes the ball back with two and a half minutes to go. Chiefs down by one. We've seen this script before. What's going through your mind? Yeah, not today with our crew out there. You know, he's a hell of a player and uh, has been for a long time and uh, can do that from time to time, but our defense stepped up today and held us in this game. Nice. Good for him. Another winner. He didn't speak today because the news broke late. It's Joe Burrow. $55 million a year. A five-year, $275 million contract extension, $219 million guaranteed. He is a winner. He's going to take on the Browns this upcoming Sunday. That's going to be a fun one to watch. Somebody else he's trying to win too, Justin Jefferson. Uh, We know that they've been talking about his contract, they being the Minnesota Vikings and him for quite some time now. He continues to add 200 yards, uh, receiving to his season each subsequent season he's trying to go for 2,000 yards in a season be the first guy to do that he was asked about his contract and is it going to be on the way this is what he had to say earlier today of course I will want a contract to be done but uh at the end of the day it's all up to them and uh what the ownership want to do um with that would it matter to you if they keep talking during the season? Uh, again, that's, that's up to them. Uh, my focus is on playing football uh, and, and doing something that I'm good at. So uh, I'm good at being on that field and uh, catching the football, and that's what I continue to do. 
Yeah, catching the football, something that the Chiefs did not do tonight. The Minnesota Vikings are going to take on the Buccaneers in their season opener. That will be Sunday in the early game, the early game period, I should say. 855-212-4CBS. Let's go to Illinois and talk to Mike. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Hey, JR, how you doing, man? I love your show, man. First time caller, long time listener. I won't hold you. I just want to say the Lions are back. The Lions are back. The Lions are back. Long time listener. First time caller. I love you, JR. All right. Thank you so much, Mike, for calling from Illinois. He he waited on hold quite some time to say that. Uh, I, I appreciate him. Isaac is here from Houston, Texas. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. What's up, Isaac? Hey, sir. Thanks for taking my call. Excellent, excellent, excellent. I thought I'd call with some measure tonight since everybody seems to be drinking the Kool-Aid. I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. I'm having my Denny Green flashback right now. The Lions. Maybe maybe he was talking about the Bears then, but the Lions are who I think they are. So I'm not I'm not worried about them. This is uh, the multiple things. Who are that they? I Average at their good team, right? They're good team, they're but good. we're not going. Come on, man. We're not going to do this. We're not doing this week one because uh, the main thing is a NFL doesn't get to be kingmakers. You know that you have to earn it. I believe as fans. We have that right to watch it play out. It could be Jacksonville. It could be the Steelers. It could be the uh, Raiders. I, I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not just. I'm not looking at Week One and and crowning them anything. I'm looking at how they concluded last season, okay. how they competed at the end of last season, and I, I, I'm seeing the same and similar traits in how they played tonight, and I'm drawing the conclusion that they are a good team. They are at at minimum. They're right there in the middle. They ain't bad. They're not great. They're good. They're okay. They're looking good. We'll find out how good they are or are not. But for right now, they they good. Very good. I, I'm a, I concur with you, but although I live in Houston, I am a spy. I actually am a Chicago Bears fan. So I just want to let you know, don't forget about my Justin Fields guy. I know that people call you a regional biases. That's not me. I, I, I believe a good team is a good team, and you are exactly right. The, the Lions are showing something, but let's watch this thing play out is all I'm saying. And thank you for taking my call. Excellent show as usual, sir. Certainly. Thank you, Isaac, for calling from Houston. Gray is calling from Colorado. You're on the JR Sport B Show. What's up, Gray? Uh, hi, JR. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. Uh, I was wondering what you, uh, what you think about uh, what I consider to be three pretty irrational coaching calls tonight. Uh, the first one was uh, early on in the game when um, Detroit went for it on fourth down and when they were in, I think they were in Kansas City's red zone, weren't they? Which well, like it's a... difficult. Well, Gray, it's difficult for me to give you in-depth uh, analysis on particular plays when either A, I'm already on the radio and I'm watching the game and talking to the country at the same time, or I'm in the process of jumping on the radio. So, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I can give you a clear answer on what I thought on each individual play when I'm doing a million things in addition to the show. Okay. Uh, Can I mention a couple of other things? Sure. Go ahead. Uh, One was um, I thought it was a really poor coaching decision not to go for the 58-yard field goal. Um, This is at the end of the game. You're talking about what, when they were on fourth down? No, the, the fourth down was uh, was when they were at midfield, and um, they elected to go for it. And um, again, that didn't seem like a a good decision when you're up by one and you kick the ball all the way down to the you know the far end of the field. 
Okay. So it just it just seemed to me like uh, you know those three those three calls could well change the change the game. Okay. Um, right. Well, th- just th- that, that very them. well might be true. Uh, I think overall, what changed the game was the lack of Kelsey being out there and having a bunch of butterfinger ass wide receivers in his place. Yeah, that certainly helped as well, for sure. Yeah. Okay. So Detroit, Detroit's a bit fortunate, I think, but um, but still a good, like you say, a good team. Yeah, Thank it, you it's for good, a call. It, no problem, Gray. Thank you for calling from Colorado. Yeah, it's tough for me to say, hey, they should have did this on this play or that play or that play. Man, I'm I'm watching the game in the studio and and talking at the same time. It's not the easiest uh, thing to do. I, I try, I try my best. Ken from Chicago, you got to go quick. I'm a little bit shocked that uh, Patrick Mahomes didn't win that game because usually when the game's on the line, he comes true. But he's human. But uh, also, too, also the receivers, like if those receivers were playing, I was just thinking about Belichick, if they were playing for him, I think that he would have took him out of the game. And I want to get your opinion. Uh, what do you think about Justin Fields and the Bears and Poles, the general manager? Uh, I think Poles did, did a good job to get him some help. I think Justin Fields is going to continue to grow. I think he's a good quarterback. And when it comes down to Patrick Mahomes, I don't think there's a damn thing he could have done tonight besides go out there and catch the ball as well. Thank you, Ken, for calling from Chicago. Listen, folks, I'm going to be back with you tomorrow, 10 p.m. Eastern time, 7 p.m. Pacific. If you miss me in the interim, it's real simple. You can find me everywhere at JR Sport Brief. We're going to look into the college football weekend. We're going to look into the first full Sunday of NFL football. The JR Sport Brief show here on CBS Sports Radio, it is a wrap. But don't go anywhere. You want to know why? Amy Lawrence is coming up next. Thank you so much, Shep. Y'all be well, be safe, be cool.